Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Veston Friends. I am here with Glenn. I'm looking right at him Hello. this time. Yeah, I've, I've been taught to never podcast until you can see the whites of their eyes. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, Glenn has joined me here at my house today. I got a mixer set up. We're doing this, like, giant bomb style. I'm, I'm a little excited how they're all in one room, except no one's working the board, so God forbid anything happens. I won't know till we'll, we're done recording. Of course, the only thing that could happen would be my dumb dog knocking everything over but she's so fat and cute i know so she probably won't do anything unfortunately there's no headphones so i can't lay on the ground in a depressed heap no you can't be alex navarro sorry <laughs> if only uh so speaking of the giant beasters i think we should just jump right into this this first topic so dan reichert a couple weeks ago got married at taco bell didn't he taco bell taco bell never has a match been made more in heaven more in heaven than dan reichert marrying a taco bell do you know what I heard about this, like, months and months ago when they were, like, just talking about it on the show. Forgot about it. Then I saw the article. My girlfriend, Michelle, was in Vegas when they got married. <laughs> and, like, she's like, oh, I could have been there. I was like, I mean, Probably yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, you weren't invited. So it's an actual wedding. It's not Taco Bell where you just order and see a wedding, though. That would be cool. It would be cool. Um, I think the coolest part of it was is that this is, like, a hopped-up Taco Bell. It's not just, like, a regular... You know, fast food joint that you could see here. It's all nice. It's got chrome and stuff. Because that's how you know when something is fancy is when it has chrome. When it's mad maxed out. Yes, absolutely. Um, and yet you still get to order off the menu at a little counter. <laughs> absolutely. Well, see, I mean, that that's it's what matters. Still Taco Bell. Uh, so, so, so it, it, it always strikes me as crazy when I get reminded that Dan Reichert isn't like this uh, body pillow with an AI inside of it that they just wheel out to do events. He's an actual person, and he, he has a family and people that care about him. It's surprising because you hear some of the stories that he talks about, you're like, this isn't a man. This is some sort of weird monster that someone came up with. Did Hideo Kojima make Dan? He might have. He might have. Uh, you know what? That's a very possible fan theory that we should make up now just to uh, write into the Beast cast. Actually, I, I wanted, we have to make a note of that. Nanomachines. Yeah, nanomachines. All right, so Dan Riker gets married to Taco Bell. Glenn, you're having a uh, wedding soon. Yes. Uh, so firstly, congrats, obviously. Thank you. Uh, the, you guys are a great couple. Uh, secondly, where would you get married if you were going to get married somewhere, like, bizarre? bizarre there is a well i mean uh, taking taco bell as bizarre so yeah do i have to actually want to get married there no you could just well there's a very cool uh art museum type place called grounds for sculpture okay in in princeton new jersey and uh they have like huge outdoor sculptures everywhere it's a really cool place there's a little hidden cove in there in a bamboo forest type area Mm -hmm. where there's all these like creepy eyes peering at you from outside the bamboo and you know they'd be cheap guests to a wedding (laughs) but it's in front of this very nice art piece but there's just creepy eyes staring at you the whole time that that would scare the living shit out of me (laughs) i don't know if i i don't know if i'd want a piece of that i know i have a real answer i have a real okay There's, there's a crazy gigantic outdoor heavy metal festival in germany i believe called Wacken. okay that's like a, a multiple day crazy heavy metal giant mosh pit so it's like coachella for metal right okay. and that'd be pretty freaking cool that would be cool you know you always read those um 
like uh, those those I guess they're sort of memes where it's like metalheads are really really nice people. Yes. So I bet if you did that, like there'd just be a bunch of people that'd be willing like to do like kind of whatever you wanted to make this like a really special day. Oh, absolutely. Oh man, that'd be cool if like you guys were just in the middle. Pit opens up, you get down on one knee, boom. <laughs> oh man, oh man, that's that's dope. That is the dopeness. Um, so that that's actually really neat. I like that one. That yeah, that is kind of really cool. cool. Yeah, I'm gonna have to steal that now. Okay, do it. Do yeah. it. I'll get the spikiest metal wristband wristbands to oh, wear. Oh, nice, nice. I like it. I like it. Okay, so um, about you? Yeah, I'm thinking. All right, so if I were to get married anywhere, it would be while scuba diving. Oh shit! Scuba diving, and I'd want a trained turtle to deliver the ring. <laughs> I want I want it strapped to the turtle shell. I want to swim over and be like, oh damn, look at this cute turtle. Oh, what's this? This is a box. Oh, open the box. See what's in there. Bam, married. Surprise wedding. Right? Right? <laughs> you know, Michelle says she doesn't want to see it coming, blah, blah, blah. She wants it to be nice and special and shit. What is more special than a fucking sea turtle coming by and delivering a your engagement ring to you? <laughs> fucking. I'm, just, I'm picturing like like a little a little crab like holding a ring up oh my you. god that'd be like, the best take it <laughs> i don't know if you could train crabs but i need it guys crab trainers out there come come find me shoot me an email mail at geekade.com i need uh i need crab trainers i need turtle trainers maybe a dolphin i'd like to ride the dolphin in scuba diving instructors Sco- I, I can figure that out it's not hard <laughs> how hard could how hard could scuba diving be i say that and people get the bends from coming up from scuba diving yeah, too know. quick so you know I don't want to die either. I should probably figure out a scuba dive. What's more surprising than a wedding on the eve of your death? Funeral and a wedding. I can loop <laughs> it all in at once. I like it. I like it. All right. So while we're talking about where to get married in ridiculous places, Evo's going on right now. Yes. Actually, it's on, going in on. The background. It's going on like right next to us. We're, we're currently watching, I guess, what is the uh, ending. Uh, hours of evil which blaze blue on right now so we're probably like six hours away from it being over but there's been some a lot of uh, weird stuff going on like uh did you hear the thing about the yellow card uh incident on smash brothers melee i didn't know fighting games had uh soccer penalties i neither <laughs> till today apparently um what happened was all right so it was hungry box and i, I can't remember S Fat, I think the guy's name was. He's a CLG uh, okay. player. I know Hungry Box. I, everyone knows Hungry Box. Yeah, I mean, who the fuck can roll people as Jigglypuff? Not many. <laughs> All right, so apparently the second got kind of heated in the uh, the second match, and before they went into it, the uh, apparently it goes. I, I guess three matches is the set. Yeah. Maybe. So uh, Hungry Box took off his headphones. And called out to his coach. Now, I don't know what coaches do in Super Smash Brothers or any video game for that <laughs> Knock matter. Knock them off the edge. Yeah, you know, like, so I, I'm, at first I'm sort of perplexed and I keep reading. And uh, he gives them, you know, whatever guidance he needs and they keep going. Mm-hmm. So apparently once the set's over, uh, they're like, oh yeah, Hungrybox got a yellow card. And... Which is like, well, I, okay. For, for for asking for a coach? For, like, bringing he, his coach over? Can't ask for a coach mid-set. Okay. That's that's the rule, apparently. So, the only reason Hungrybox didn't get disqualified is that this guy, I'm pretty sure it's S-Fat. Sorry if it's not. I apologize. I'm not the biggest Smash Bros. follower, especially Melee, because... Comment section is blowing up right now. Mm, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> anyway, but... 
Uh, yeah, apparently SFAD did the same thing, not to the same extent of, like, asking someone for help. It was more like the dude just kind of shouted something. Uh, but they're like, yeah, they both got yellow cards, so neither of them is going to be DQ'd. It just kind of hmm. cancels out. And I was like, I don't, I don't think that makes sense, but okay. So, yeah. Weird. Didn't know there were yellow cards. And no. I think they just made that up. <laughs> I want to say I'm pretty sure they made that up, like, just to throw their e-peens around a little bit because that doesn't sound like a real thing to me yeah 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 well like what's a what's a coach gonna tell you between sets that's like i don't know can you imagine baseball when like the catcher and the pitcher can't meet up on the mound and waste 20 minutes <laughs> and talk strategy you, you don't like, like there's timeouts for a reason i guess right well, well at... I, I can see like coaching in general it makes perfect sense but like like you said what are they gonna do during the match during right. the match except to say like get your shit together what's wrong with you yeah you know because a, a lot of times when these players start fucking up it's because you know something shitty happened like you know they didn't get a move out on time uh it could even be something as uh you know big as their um tv has lag input yeah. You know, so those are input lag, not lag input. I don't even know what lag input is. I reverse my words sometimes. It's okay. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's, I guess sometimes it takes someone else to, you know, slap you back out of it. But uh, I don't know. A yellow card, th- that whole thing sounded kind of silly. Yeah, the only thing I can really think of is if it's a, a time consideration. Like, rather than putting a time limit on mid-set coaching, like, just play the set out because we, we got... 80,000 games to play this Evo, so let's go. Well, uh, see, the thing that I didn't understand is they were out of pools at this point. They allow coaching mid-game uh, or mid-set mid-game in pools. They don't allow it once it gets to uh, the top 32. Yeah, that's got to be a time thing just to keep the show I going, get. Well, right? yeah, you know what? That, you know, you're right because at that point they're on stage. They're being taped and stuff. I'm yeah. sure you're right. There probably are time constraints at that point. And especially when, you know, one game wants to get onto the um, the main stage right after that, that could be an issue. Like when we did, um, oh, God, what was it? The Tetris tournament yeah. had too many games. We had from three to five to do it. And I was like, it's two hours. How long could that take for 16 people? (laughs) What I didn't figure out happening was, firstly, we get there. It's two days in. And my my cohort said to me, like, no one signed up. And I'm like, all right, I guess this is a bust. So I said, whatever, all right, I'm going to go over to the... um, the the tournament area set up our shit you know whatever happens happens maybe i could hand out flyers last minute you know we'll get people five minutes before i get over there my phone rings it's uh chris from the stone age gamer podcast and he says to me hey there's this guy here he wants to talk to you uh he's from the tournament organizing uh aspect of the the convention can you come over to the table and i said okay sure I come over, I shake the dude's hand. I can't remember his name. He's very, very nice. But he's like, so remember that whole 16-player thing you wanted for the cap? And I was like, yeah. He's like, well, you got around like 32 people. Oh, my gosh. And I was yeah. like, all right, sure, cool. Let's <laughs> let's fucking do it. So I get over there. I get everyone like laid out. And I was going to make like a bracket and stuff. There's no time at this point because there's 32 oh. people. So I'm just going like name for like the first two people who signed up, the next two people who signed up, the next people, next people, next people. 
we went over by a half hour, and that was me rushing the fuck out of people yeah, with yeah. two systems going simultaneously. Oof. I can only imagine how it would have gone if we had one system like we originally planned. But again, the original plan was only to have 16 people. So I guess I could see how time constraints can run into something like that because uh, right after the Tetris tournament, there was supposed to be a Mario Kart tournament, and that had to get pushed somewhere else because we just weren't done with the area. Not like it mattered. I mean, you know what? You ruined it. I got to say... The people at too many games, like the, not the, uh, the people on the floor, I guess, I think they were called defenders, not them, the people up from there, okay. like the ones who actually organize stuff, are very nice. They were super thankful, like I organized the tournament, we were giving away prizes, we like did our own uh, promotions and stuff. Uh, and I, I mean, I have never, like, I haven't met a nicer staff than at too many games. I, I just thought I needed to mention that. Cause like, I, I, I was so taken back by like everything. Cause we were like, Oh, you know, um, this might take a while. We only have one switch. Well, do you need another switch? And I was like, Oh, I, I like another switch. <laughs> yeah. We got one right over there, man. Go ahead and take it. There's a TV. Here's a bunch of outlets and stuff. I was like, this is, this is a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. And we ended up uh, recording a bunch of it. But uh, it, I mean, all that does is just help everything go more smoothly. Yeah, There's yeah, no, it, it was it was really cool. You know, it was just uh, like I said, even with all that, it's we still went over by a half hour. So I mean, I could see why they try and keep that sort of coaching stuff to a minimum. I guess when they're on a set schedule like that, because yeah. pools is something else entirely. Pools will go till you know everyone's eliminated <laughs> at that point. <laughs> Oh boy! I have I have one like actual fighting game tournament experience. Oh, where, we're at. Where me and some of my friends went to a relatively small but like big enough that it attracted some of the names. Uh, brawl tournament when that was the Super Smash Brothers Brawl. Okay. When that was the game of choice at the time, um, when the the it was like melee brawl controversy or not controversy but uh, comparison, and uh, some of the we we entered in doubles and singles and some of the big names were like Mewtwo King was there, Ally was there, and this was like at the peak of Mewtwo King. Right. When Meta Knight was a terror in Brawl, and I think I think the tournament was supposed to start at like two and didn't right. start until four thirty, and singles were supposed to start at like six and didn't start until like ten. Are you serious? It was just and not for like lack of trying, but just like you know some big names might be down at Subway and and you can't you can't blow them off. Very true. Very <laughs> so true. Things just happen. Even even running tiny tournaments in college for for gamers at Montclair like. No, you can't you can't plan for those things yeah uh, you know it's funny you mentioned that uh there is a college i think it's um mercy college in new york city they run a um like almost weekly tournaments now for street fighter and stuff i think it's, uh, the group is called gaming battle network really right. really nice guys uh they invited us out to do some recording and stuff, and my friend Aria wanted to compete in the tournament, so we did like a whole goofy, uh, like Street Fighter skit beforehand and stuff. <laughs> and um, we get there, and Li Joe uh, shows up, who's like really big in the Street Fighter scene. Cool guy, especially and, East Coast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I was like, oh man, that is really cool. And I was like, do you get people like that a lot? And he's like, yeah. Well, the, I'm, I'm asking the organizer at this point. This He's like, yeah, every once in a while, you know, a lot of uh, bigger names will show up and stuff. And a lot of the guys that actually uh, play here are pretty big, uh, and they make it out of pools in the... Um, in the, the bigger tournament scenes, too. Mm. And it was funny, once he said that, I was, uh, I think it was Evo last year I was watching, and one of the guys who plays, um, what's the lanky motherfucker who has the, the purple trench coat 
in uh, Street Fighter. I, for, uh, for, I was going to say douse him, but no, 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 purple no. trench coat? Yeah, like he Q? throws poison bombs at people. Oh, uh, we just refer to him as my friend John. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't remember his actual name. Uh, Professor Snape. We'll call him Professor Snape. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the Professor Snape guy, um, I, I, I saw the dude playing him on uh the stream and i was so like i was like i met this guy like i ate with him he was really really nice and now here he is like competing for big money at like a, a large tournament yeah I, he made it like kind of far too i think he made it I, he made it out of pools i forget where he made it after that but um yeah like i was just impressed he made it out of pools to be honest fang fang thank yeah. you yes yeah, so that that guy's weird. He's so, so weird, weird looking. Like it's so off putting just watching him too, because like he does this limbo move where he like just bends over backwards and he's kicking people. And I'm like, I don't, I don't like that. Bodies don't work that way. <laughs> Everyone yeah. missed Valdo, so. Oh my God, Valdo was so bizarre, <laughs> so bizarre. Uh, yeah. So so I it's cool when uh like you know F, fgc people show up at like smaller tournaments and stuff and it's cool when really they're cool. still chill about it and they still they're still cool guys like li joe especially i've never heard anything bad about no that. no i think he he's a really solid dude he actually uh was promoting tekken at i want to say it was spring fighter at nyu yeah yeah um or maybe I think it was NYU. Could have been that. It could have been something else. Uh, for a while, I was like really, really into the like fighting game community, and I was like, I I don't have time to go to these things. I <laughs> no. no, yeah, I, I can't do this. So, yeah, I, uh, I stepped away. I'm not also that great at fighting games. Like my timing's always going to be slightly off and stuff. I'm just not that great, especially at Super Smash Brothers. Oh you, my god! But you know what game you should get good at? What? Dragon Ball Fighters. Yeah, yeah. So how how do you feel about that? Game? Oh, it looks so good. <laughs> I I because I love the I love the MVC like style mechanics yeah. engine whatever the hell you want to call it the three v three the but Marvel vs. Capcom always looked a little too hectic for me. There's a little too much shit going on to like keep track of. Right. And like trying to do some of the follow ups without. DBZ has a dedicated follow-up button, so you can knock somebody into the air, use your aura thing, and just chase them down and continue your combo. And it's just little stuff like that that doesn't really, to me, it doesn't really like hurt the the meta game to to make completing combos a little easier. Right, right. But also, it's Dragon Ball Z, and like to be some of your cool characters and finally realize a cool fighting game that like people won't just make fun of. <laughs> you, you know, that was always my thing with uh, Budokai and all of them. Like, yeah, it was cool in practice. And then when you played it, it's like this is all kind of samey. Like not like nothing really feels great about this game. It's just all okay. And I, right. I think it was more that. Like it had all these great characters, but it wasn't really about the mechanics and stuff. It was more about just exploding things and right. whatnot. And that never really hit me as a great game. And now they have a game that could be big. This almost reminds me of like a lot of the um, was Mugen Mugen stuff that they do. Yeah. Where like it was like Vegeta versus uh, Goku, and it was done in like that Street Fighter like um, uh, pixel style, which right. was really neat. This is closer to that because I mean these, these characters look like they're. Um, they don't. They have that look to them where they look like they're sort of, I guess, hand drawn or something. Yeah. Um, they don't look like over the top, done and pixelated. Like something like uh, Tekken, which I'm not taking anything away from Tekken. Tekken's a great game, but that's a completely different art style, right? Compared to something like what we're seeing now with Marvel vs. Capcom or Dragon Dragon Ball Z Fighters. I think it's Dragon Ball Fighters. Fighters. <laughs> Do I get to play as like little naked Goku? I don't know. I don't. They've only shown uh, Goku Vegeta. 
Gohan, Frieza, Cell, and I think Boo. See, these are all Z fighters, man. Yeah. Like, I, I want to see, like, fucking Jackie Chun, Master Roshi. That's what I want to <laughs> see, man. Oh, God. That, like those Kid Krillin. Like. Oh, that'd be so cool, dude. Like Goku using his, um, his, uh, what the hell is that pogo stick called? I can't remember. Oh, the, the monkey stick. I don't yeah, know what it was yeah, called. Yeah, but uh, I mean, that was all kinds of cool stuff. And if you're going to call it Dragon Ball Fighters, Fighters, <laughs> it should be um, uh, more like inclusive. I guess maybe the fighter with the Z on the end is to, supposed to represent that it maybe just is the Dragon Ball Z universe. But I'd like yeah. to see more out of it. Hopefully, that I, I think I think the Z fighter, like the Z characters, are more hype for people. So oh, you of course. draw them in yeah. with that, yeah, and then have your like littler little kid characters. Oh, that'd be sad. I'm just saying it'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so uh, Dragon Ball Fighters looks really, really neat. Um, There's a couple other games on the horizon that, uh, fighting games anyway, that look kind of neat. Like, did you see for the Switch they're coming out with that Pocket Fighters game that almost looks like a Game Boy sort of? uh... I have no idea what you're talking about. All right, so when... um... Uh, God, what was it? And Nintendo was doing their like indie sort of stuff for the Switch. They were like, we got all these cool indie games coming out. Check it out. Look at us. We're fucking cool this year, man. <laughs> so um, lo and behold, they, they do keep to their promise mostly right now. We've seen a lot of really great indie stuff coming uh, onto the Switch. But one of the games that they advertised was this game called Pocket Fighters. Which is essentially looks like a Game Boy game, but just with really overdone pixel graphics. And it's supposed to be one of those games that you could take on the go. Like, uh, you can fight someone super quick. They have a simplified uh, moves uh, system, and then they have the actual move system. So you can mm-hmm. kind of mas- start with one, master the other. Um, and it just seemed really neat. But a lot of people are kind of... Um, I don't want to say worried, but a little suspicious because Nintendo has a lot of um, these these games coming out that are competitive multiplayer games yeah. all at once. Like right now, we have Arms, Arms, which has been pretty popular for yep. for what it's what it is, which is essentially just Wii boxing with better controls. Um, <laughs> I never thought about it. That I, way. I mean, it is. It is. You're, you're not wrong. It's like Wii boxing meets virtual on. Right, right. And I mean, it's it's a super cool game. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. I love Arms. I I've, I played it once with actually just half the Switch controller. Oh gosh, which was that was something something else, nightmarish I would say, but it was something else. So uh, there was that. Um, you have Splatoon coming out in mm. what a week, two weeks, a week. A week. I am so hyped for that game, by it the way. It looks great. Oh, yeah. I'm really excited. Uh, and then you have uh, the Pokemon uh, po- Pokemon Tournament yep. DX, I think it's Something called. Something like that. Um, which is essentially they're giving you what this game should have been updated as for the Wii U. But I guess because you know the game didn't really take off with you know how limited Wii U's were sold right. around the world that you know they didn't really put anything into this what they did do instead was they kept updating the uh the arcade units instead so if anyone played at the arcade they were all good to go and updated and stuff and then you had people on home consoles who were like well I don't the you know we still have the same characters and stuff. Right. We never played with any of these new guys so this has all the new updated characters which I thought was neat I actually have um the official Pokin tournament controller for oh the Wii U. Yeah. Because I thought that game was going to be like a big hit and it yeah. just never took off. I mean, I think well it's Well loved game. by the people that played it. It's but, it's but... a really awesome Luchador Pikachu, man. <laughs> Luchador Pikachu. For life. For life, bro. Uh, so uh, 
right, you have those four games coming out all in a short amount of time. And Nintendo seems hell bent on advertising them as this is you're going to be this is your competitive scene. But when you're making three of the games at least where you have, I mean, the Pocket Fighters might not be a huge hit mm-hmm. because it's you know an indie thing. But I think if it comes in at a reasonable price, a lot of people might pick it up. Yeah. Then you have um, Arms, which they they are pushing as like a big yeah. big thing. And you have Pokemon Tournament, which again could come back, and you have these two games that are made by the same company now. That you sort of have to split your time in between and, you know, support. So I'm, I'm hoping they don't drop the ball on one or the other or both, which right. I would get a little nervous about. Because I, I like both of them. Uh, like, they just gave a free update for ARMS now where you get to play as the uh, the boss character in the, the main oh, storyline. Really cool. Yeah, Max Brass, I believe his name is. And, and Nintendo had a lot of success with Splatoon, the first one, doing the, like, slow rollout of different things and, like, kind of supporting the game. So... I'm sure that's what they're going for again for their bigger games, but hopefully they can they can keep doing it well. One would hope. One would hope. I'm a little nervous. Uh, I think Splatoon 2 is going to be awesome just because there's a lot more to do in this game. You have that like weird horde mode thing. Oh, yeah. Which I got bummed out about because apparently that's only open on specific dates and times it's not like an all-the-time thing that you could do so it's it's they're making it more like an event which i guess might make it more popular if like you can't play it all the time Uh, yeah that's how i feel i (laughs) rather a little too free to play mobile game for me yes come today for the special game mode right (laughs) right so um but then they have you know they did a lot with new weapons and stuff like they have the Dual the pistols, dolies. yeah, which looks really neat because yeah. you could dodge roll past stuff, oh, uh, which yes. was really cool. Um, they did a new uh, paint roller thing, which is neat, which I thought was uh, pretty cool. They still have the paintbrush. That was always my favorite. But really, you I like the paintbrush? As, as soon as I, it was my favorite, like conceptually, because mm. as soon as I decided I was going to buy Splatoon two, I just stopped watching shit for it. Because why? Right. <laughs> but uh, the the paintbrush in the first game was always my favorite. Because you just pop out of the ground and just and they're dead. Beat the crab out of someone. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I that wasn't really one of my, like, uh, favorite... I think my favorite weapon was just the straight-up, like, rifle. Solid. Uh, yeah. They, it was solid. Yeah, they never fucked up on me. Though I did, for a while, uh, got into um, using the zapper just because it was a fucking zapper. Yeah. <laughs> that was cool. Uh, yeah, Good so game. I'm really excited for Splatoon 2. I, I hope that's a great game. But, uh, yeah, the, uh, I'm... Just hoping Nintendo doesn't drop the ball on like all the split properties they have going on. Then we have Mario vs. Rabbids coming out, which I'm. But that's mostly Ubisoft, right? Yeah. Or Ubisoft. Yeah, no, I'm just excited for that game. Yeah. I'm hyped as fuck. You got XCOM <laughs> and Mario, man. Yeah. Uh, so that that that'll I think be really really neat. Uh, from the gameplay they showed and stuff, you, you can't go wrong with that. There was something magical about the when the first like teaser images were leaking out, and it was like the rabbit dressed like Princess Peach. You were like, what the hell is going on? People were freaking the fuck out because they're like, it's Mario with a gun. This is sacrilege. Yeah. This is sacrilege. Mario with a gun. We can't do this. And I was kind of like, I don't know. I kind of like Mario with the gun. Like, I'd I, I play it. I'd play with Mario with the gun. Just reminded me of my old days of, like, uh, scouring ROM hacks and finding, like, Super Mario War. Oh, Mario's God. got a shotgun. Yeah, I remember that stuff. <laughs> Quite a long time ago. It was a different world. Uh, there was this game for, it was a PC game. It was a freeware PC game. It was called Blip and Blop 
balls of steel. Oh, God. It took, like, all those 90s characters, Care Bears, Mario, Pokemon and stuff, and turned it into, like, a side-scrolling shooter, kind of like Contra. <laughs> and, like, Mario was, like, a drug lord. The Care Bears were the mafia and of stuff. Course. It was all kinds of really weird, weird stuff. I ended up beating that game, like, years later because I was like, I remember this. I want to actually beat this now. And, yeah, no, that was that was something bizarre. Was it worth your time? No. <laughs> no. Uh, it was, it was like, after you got past the first couple of levels, like, it, it definitely looked like someone lost interest in the game. And, like, a lot of the, the sprites stopped moving, just started, like, kind of tilting back and forth to walk and shit. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, someone stopped caring a little bit. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, so that that was a thing. Um, oh, God, that was bad. All right, so now the last thing that we want to talk about here on Vest and Friends was um, we've been talking about video games. Uh, we've been talking about fighting games primarily yes. and stuff. Now, what goes with fighting games pretty well is a fighting stick. And what is a fighting stick but an accessory for a fighting game? So I wanted to talk about, like, what is your most used accessory for PC gaming or console gaming or anything that like you you just think people need to have when they want to get into this sort of stuff? Uh, back in my college days, I had a nice little. It was like a forty dollar Hori stick uh, for PS3, and it was it was my little baby, and I took care of it. We named it Peels because all the stickers were peeling off. Aww. <laughs> I missed that thing. That thing was great. Yeah. Uh, if you like fighting games at all, get a fight stick. Like, I, unless it's like Smash Brothers. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think fighting sticks work with Smash Brothers. It, but but it, it, like, the people that are telling you to get that are telling you for a reason. They're, they're, it's a world of difference. Your quarter circles will improve tenfold if you can use oh, a absolutely. stick. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, the gate, it has an octagonal like gate and mo well, most of them do so you can hit the quarter circle right like, perfectly every time without fail you won't fuck up anymore i'm not a fan of square gates for that reason get the octagonal gate do any like five six come with square gate all right so people so, who so <laughs> don't know we should probably explain this gates are a little plastic um retainer that goes on the bottom of the fight stick so you have the stick going up through a a, a pcb board there's a bunch of uh, switches that sense where the, um, the the stick is hitting, but then you have a gate. Now, gates are basically uh, led to sh give you a sense of direction for where you're hitting, and they come in a couple different flavors. I believe there is a circle gate for, I don't know, uh. heathens maybe. <laughs> uh, there's a square gate, which is on cheaper stuff typically, and you have an octagonal gate, which is the best for fighting games because then you have a diagonal... Um, uh, like a diagonal hit. Yeah, diagonal that hit that you can, that you can uh, feel. So, uh, Glenn, what were you saying? I'm sorry. I've, I've heard some people that like the square gate like really? play charge characters more. I don't know oh, if that's, okay. uh, no, all right, if that's that makes common, sense. but that's what I've heard. Well, yeah, because when you do a, um, a charge character, you're never hitting directly back. Right. Uh, because if you hit directly back, you're going to be able to tell what you're doing immediately because it's like, all right, he's moving back for two seconds. Let me get ready to block whatever he's about Here to throw Here comes the me. sonic boom. So typically what happens is I believe you can go up back and uh, the jump animation counts as um, uh, a uh, travel time so that's yeah. two seconds back or you can go down back where you're crouched and that also counts and then right. at that point you could block too um so the, that's just some of the uh i guess 
uh, you know, thought process that goes into getting a fight stick and stuff. And fight sticks are really cool. Like, for a while, I got into modding them. That's fun. Like, uh, the, the springs and stuff on yeah. the inside for, like, how much tension you want on the stick. Um, I got different baubles and stuff for the top, which I thought was kind of cool. I actually made my own at one point where, like, Ooh. I found out the size of the bauble. Yeah. I dropped a, like, uh, it was one of those gumball machine street fighter like little toys <laughs> in there uh and then i put the resin in a little hardened stuff and my dad and i uh put the the actual fitting on so yeah. that you know you could do it so i had it where you could uh you you're playing and you'd see this clear frozen ryu just staring at you <laughs> which is kind of cool i did the overlays for a while too uh the coolest thing that i wanted to do that i never got to it's still sitting downstairs is i wanted to do a all red um fight stick but i want to do it in vinyl so i had like a look to it except vinyl doesn't bend well around corners no. so it was a fucking nightmare <laughs> i never got it done but maybe i'll go back to it one day i did think about like how i could do it where it would work i just I ran out of time but uh yeah fight sticks are a really really good idea i think the next thing that people um don't invest enough money in especially for pc gaming is um a nice headset and microphone. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was going to say next. You're like, uh, who out there has not had a, a person in their raid who tries to... And you can't play with that person. <laughs> nope. Nope. Now, the, my favorite thing is uh, is when people try doing podcasts or streaming with their headsets and they try doing it with like a cheap headset because i mean headset microphones are great when you're talking to people and stuff yeah. they're not great for podcasting because if you have the air conditioner on it's going to pick up the air conditioner it's going to pick up that air conditioner it's probably going to pick up the one next door it'll probably pick up your refrigerator <laughs> too because they're like they're meant to pick up from further away from your mouth if you wanted to so word to the wise you don't have to put the microphone down your throat <laughs> uh but yeah there, there's lots of good options out there and i mean everyone makes them nowadays also also breaking fighting game news i think the winner of blaze boo was rewarded with a cat plushie <laughs> just, they were like yeah and then they walked off the stage with this like haggard looking cat oh it was haggard look i it don't even know, know what hell. the last guy did with it all right so um <laughs> yeah headset and microphones another really really solid um uh, purchase you can make uh also i think uh one of my most prized possessions was well not i Actually, it is like cherished. My like tried and true is a uh, a USB controller for um, your computer. Yeah, of course. Well, you know, well, a but, lot of people take that for granted because you download games on Steam and you assume that a lot of them will play just fine with a uh, mouse and keyboard. Yeah, a lot of them don't. No. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I I got a. Um, the Call of Duty Special Super Awesome Edition that came with the glowing controller from Mad Cats. Back when, like, this is when Mad Cats was like, oh, shit, guys, we got to start making good stuff because there's other people who are making good stuff. Right. So our controllers can't suck anymore. So they made this uh, wired 360 controller that glowed, and it had um, tactical grip on the side. It was basically just rubberized. It, yeah. was, it was rubberized grip. But this controller I've used forever has not wear d-pad works great like i i love this controller to death especially because it lights up green and i like the color green yeah um that's a great controller yeah yeah I, it's it's awesome and um i i would not recommend like 
360 controller or a, I guess an Xbox One controller now yeah. or even a PS4 controller would be the way to go to play games. You could always buy like a Logitech controller for like 20 bucks, but there's just it's something missing out of it like when you're holding it. Uh, it all the, the name brand controllers like 360, the, not name brand, I guess um, console controllers right? Um, have like a, a good feel to them and stuff and I, I just don't think that some of the other companies put the same love into uh, so yeah like a, a nice PC controller how do you feel about the Steam controller I don't know what to feel about that thing <laughs> I, well, I mean you've had a lot of uh, playtime with it right uh, yeah I, I absolutely love my Steam controller I know that's not the most popular opinion did you but like it took some getting used to, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I have the benefit of I don't. Another unpopular opinion: I don't use D pads on two D games. I just use the analog stick, like some kind of heathen. So that takes a lot of the sting out of it because the touchpad isn't a great D pad. All right. So I mean, I I've tried using it and it just it feels so bizarre. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know about you. Like it. <laughs> I I mean. Uh, there hasn't been a game that I've played where I'm just like, this is a great controller. I think it's an okay controller, and I think the fact that it works flawlessly with, you know, the Steam integration and stuff yeah. is really cool. Like, that's its bread and butter is that it's, you know, fully integratable with Steam. Its downside is, is that they did some weird, wacky shit with it that, like, <laughs> I, it could be okay maybe if they made, like, a second iteration and just kind of honed it in a little bit more. Yeah. But uh, I don't think it's a bad controller. I think that there are probably other better controllers out there that you could probably go with. I that's going to be it my definitely final like say. It, it, the the holding it, the actual holding it could be a little better because like the bumpers kind of suck to hit, especially if you gotta like hold on to them. But the back they, like, paddles they sink a lot, don't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I just played uh, Nier Automata, and you want to hold RB like the entire time you're in combat because you just got a thing that shoots for you. Yeah. And that sucks. But Steam Controller, reprogram it, put it on the back left paddle. I'm just holding the controller. And I'm shooting oh, right. yeah, and my DPS is through the roof. Bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's that's the thing with the Steam Controller, especially if you're a tinkerer, is like so it's so customizable. It's ridiculously customizable. From all like the the touchpad can be like a it can be like a mouse touchpad. It can simulate a stick, an analog right. stick. It can simulate like a trackball, and you can mess with the acceleration and the haptics and through the roof customization. So the things people are starting to do with that as they get more and more used to it. I saw someone for Nier Automata again make a control setup that when you locked onto someone in combat, it would just auto fire. And it wouldn't hurt anything else. So you would lock on and it would just toggle that the fire button is just being held. And it's not like an option in the game. You just did it in the controller. And right. it's crazy. So you can download these settings from other people. Yeah. Correct? See, now that's a big thing because myself, while like if forced to, I would do that. I don't really want to do it though. Like, right. You know, so it's nice to have just someone be able to be like, all right, I made this. Here you go. You could take it, use it, see if it benefits you. That right. makes way more sense to me, and that's a really, really cool so, feature. So, so for those not familiar, you you start up your controller configuration in Steam Big Picture mode, and you hit um, the community like templates for controllers, and you'll see how many people like upvoted basically the controller configuration, and you can also see how many thousands of hours the person that set up that controller configuration has in the game. And then, like, if you just want to tweak one or two things from there, it's it's not bad. You could just swap a button around. I, I love it. I love that controller. 
I'm I'm glad you're a fan of it because <laughs> like I I'm it sits and it stares at me like play me and I'm like no <laughs> no you stay there and think about what you did being made into existence. <laughs> I so um you know maybe I'll I'll take a second look at it and stuff because uh, I I the game that I think I want to try and using it on is uh, Dead Cells maybe. Yeah, it works great for that. I think that's that's what I was thinking about using it on. Um, I wasn't gonna buy that game until it came out of uh, early access, but I might break and get it. I don't buy know dead yet. cells. That's for maybe. everyone. Maybe great yeah, game. Just everyone out there buy, buy dead, dead cells. cells. Okay, I mean that's fair. I actually bought Neo recently, so that's gonna be also the, a great game. That's gonna be the game after I beat uh, Hollow Knight. Is I'm gonna play Neo. Nice. I'm pretty excited about that. But I think that does it. I think we covered everything we wanted to cover. I think so. Went a little off topic. Saw Skullmania all of a sudden, which was. <laughs> fucking bizarre something special yeah uh all right so guys remember you can always uh, give us a follow on social media check us out on twitch um we also have a our marathon coming up the pain in the assathon that'll be august 5th and 6th 10 a.m to 10 a.m uh there will be a lot of people there we're going to be playing a lot of games like mega man unlimited yes that fan-made game hard that's supposed hell. to be pretty hard um yeah. funny story about that I went on your Twitch account, and the only video you have is you playing Mega Man Unlimited. I just wanted to bring that up. Yeah, poorly. I, look, you played it. That's all that matters. Um, so uh, Mega Man Unlimited, sneak, uh, sneak and peek for the Atari 2600, I think. Uh, that'll be fun. We have a special guest for that who okay. does a very popular Atari uh, podcast coming huh. in to play with us. Um, we're going to be doing this Zelda CDI game, Zelda Wanda Gamelon. Because last year we beat Zelda um, Link Fa- or no, I'm sorry, Link Faces of Evil. Beat that. Yeah. It was done. Proud of you. Yeah. I didn't play it. Like, <laughs> I wanted nothing to do with that. I actually went to bed for a little bit because <laughs> at two hours in, I was like, I'm, I'm done. I don't know. I don't even want to look at this anymore. Right. Um, uh, so, yeah, Link Faces of Evil, Sneak Peek, Mega Man Unlimited, Comic Zone for the Sega Genesis. Good game. Uh, Lion King. Good game. Uh, God. Uh, we're going to be playing some Puzzles and Dragons. We're going to be doing a super hard dungeon. Uh, we're going to call it the Pad Power Hour, so that'll be uh, interesting. Dan and I are going to really attempt to do our best. It might not work. We might <laughs> die a lot. Um, and other things to come. I know that we have a whole list. I'm not staring at the list, so uh, check it out. Again, August 5th and 6th, 10 to 10. Uh, you can watch it on Twitch, Facebook Live, or YouTube. I did I did a cool thing. I did a cool thing, and we're using uh, this Restream app, I think it's called. And basically, you put in... Uh, uh, instead of streaming to Twitch, you stream to this website called Restream, and they stream it out anywhere the fuck you want. Huh. And I was like, all right, this is awesome. We're yeah. going to do this. So, yeah, now instead of being just on Twitch, we're going to be everywhere. So, uh, yeah, just tune in at that time. Uh, donate if you can. It's uh, to benefit colon cancer. We're teaming up with the uh, Colon Cancer Alliance. Uh, for this good cause and uh, you know anything you can spare is appreciated or just lend your support and check it out uh okay till next time guys uh stay vestly keep playing games glenn do you have anything to close with thanks and thank you (laughs) 